Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Smells Like Business, where you can learn more about the current and future state of cannabis, CBD and hemp in Europe. We talk to different cannabis experts and entrepreneurs, making it easier for you to enter and better understand the cannabis industry. I'm your host, Tom, and today myself, as well as a few guests, will be talking about Spanibus 2022, how it was, why we went, and if we got what we wanted from it. So, for those of you who do not know what Spanibus is, it is an annual cannabis event based in Barcelona, Spain, and consists of both an expo and conference. It started in 2002, so it has been going on for 20 years now, and it is the largest cannabis event in Europe and one of the largest in the world. Now, unfortunately, due to COVID, and like so many other events, Spanibus had to shut shop for 2020 and 2021, although they did have a virtual edition last year. This year, however, it was back on, and I'm sure, like myself, a lot of people and businesses were excited about this. So, Spanibus took place during the 11th, 12th, and 13th of March this year, and it was my first time attending. I must say, it was pretty epic. Barcelona is an awesome city. The last time I was there was in 2004, so before social cannabis clubs were really a thing. However, I was only there for three days this time round for the event, and it is located at a large expo hall on the outskirts of the city, so unfortunately I didn't get to see much of Barcelona this time round. I also stayed at a hotel close to the expo, thinking that it would make the most sense. However, what I didn't realize is that a lot of the social cannabis clubs were hosting their own evening events, so if you go to Spanibus to both work hard and play hard, then I recommend getting a hotel somewhere in the center and just commuting to the expo during the day rather than the other way around. So, the reason I went to Spanibus was to promote Smells Like Business, the company I co-founded with my partner in both life and business, Janetta Patch. The mission was to go out there and try to get some new clients. You probably know Smells Like Business for this podcast, which is our way of giving something back to the cannabis industry, but our business and how we make money is from our cannabis copywriting services. I'm not going to dive deep into it now because that's not what this episode is about, but just to get a quick understanding of what cannabis copywriting is, I'll give a quick explanation. So, just like alcohol, tobacco, and gambling, there is a lot of restrictions when it comes to advertising cannabis and cannabis-related products. This also includes CBD products and a lot of hemp products too. So, one of the best ways to promote your products is with indirect advertising, making sure you have good web copy, which is the text on your website, good product descriptions, and a blog, all of which should have good keywords to help with SEO, search engine optimization. And that's where we come in. If you're running a company, it might be hard to find the time to research the best keywords and write one or two blogs a week. Also, you might be a great business person, but not the best writer. And so that's the service we provide, in a nutshell, and we are the first and only European cannabis copywriting company. And I may say, we're pretty proud of it. Okay, so that was me plugging Smells Like Business and telling you a little bit about what we do. So let's get back to Spanibus, shall we? So I went there alone to represent Smells Like Business and get some potential clients, like I said. I would say that it was quite successful as we are now in discussions with a few companies about potentially writing for them. 
Although we will only know for sure how successful the outcome is in a couple of weeks when I've sent all the follow-up emails and know for sure who is and who isn't interested. So let's talk about some of the pros and cons of Spanibus 2022. The pros. First of all, it is a great B2C event as it is a great way for businesses to promote and sell their products. For the customers, Spanibus is also great because there are so many different companies and booths to choose from. And on top of that, everyone is smoking weed literally everywhere. So obviously that is not a problem and of course enhances the experience of attending such a cannabis event. You don't need to run off to some dark corner to consume your cannabis. You can just do it openly. So I think that's a big positive, especially for the customer. For businesses, it can maybe be a bit of a pleasant distraction, but it can also be an icebreaker. I just made sure to get most of my business talk done during the day so I could enjoy a bit of Mary Jane in the evening and have more laid back conversations with people. It seemed to work out pretty well for me, but of course, each for their own. Another good thing about Spanibus is that it really is a good place to network. If you want to expand your business or your network in the cannabis industry in Europe, Spanibus is a good place to start. Anyone and everyone who is involved in the European cannabis industry will very likely be there. One other point which I like about Spanibus is that it has quite the festive party vibe. They have a big outside area where the food vendors and bars are located, and they also have a stage with musicians and DJs playing. All of this makes for quite the pleasant and fun atmosphere. So what about the cons? Well, I feel Spanibus really missed the mark when it came to one thing. There was no backstage area for the professionals, or at least if there was one, I couldn't find it. When I went to Canafest in 2019, which is another massive cannabis event here in Europe based in Prague, Czech Republic, or I think it's called Czechia these days, and they actually did have a big backstage area with a bar and a lounge area, which was perfect for networking. Like I said, Spanibus had no such setup, or it was keeping itself very well hidden from me. This made it a little bit or a lot harder to start a natural conversation with someone. I felt Canafest facilitated a networking environment much better than Spanibus, so that is one con. Another con was the lack of women. Now, I don't think the blame should fall on Spanibus here. This is more of a general comment about the cannabis industry here in Europe. There were very few women working behind the booths, and I hope to see more in the future. It is important this industry is as inclusive as possible, and it would be nice to see it develop that way. The last con about Spanibus was the conferences. It was advertised as being both in Spanish and English, but every time I went there, all the talks were in Spanish, and I did not see any translators or anything like that. Again, in Canafest, most of the talks were in English, and the ones that weren't, you could get headphones and listen to it in English via a live translator. But you know what? Overall, I must say I was happy I went to Spanibus 2022. I got to meet some of my previous and future podcast guests in person, which of course was really, really nice. I met a lot of new and interesting people as well, made some new business contacts and have found some new clients for the company. On top of that, I got to try some delicious new strains, which are impossible to find out here in Denmark. So I really can't complain. Okay, so let's see what some other people's experience of Spanibus 2022 was like. And let's start with Tim from the marketing team of Paradise Seeds. Thanks to Smells Like Business for having us on the show. 
big fans of your podcast, so keep up the good work. So what were we doing at Spanabis? We were there basically to sell seeds. We are one of the world's oldest seed banks. Paradise Seeds was established in 1994. And we've actually been doing Spanabis since the first one, about 20 years ago. So obviously we've seen a lot of changes over the years at Spanabis and also in the cannabis industry in general. One of the great things about this industry is it is very fast moving, changing all the time. And that's one of the really good things about going to an expo is that you have this access to people from all over the world coming in from different cannabis scenes. And it's a real melting pot of opinions and experiences. And it's really good to be able to gauge what is going on in other parts of the world. So that was very rewarding, being able to have those face-to-face conversations again after two years of doing everything remotely, and it was very beneficial. We were there promoting our new strains for the season. These include White Noise and Glow Stars, a couple of photoperiod plants which combine Californian and European genetics, and a couple of autos, Lemonade and Stromboli. And we're really excited about what they're going to do and see them get grown this season. We were also there with Compound Genetics. Just before Spanabis, we signed an exclusive partnership to be the, the sellers of Compound Genetics in Europe. They will be available only on the Paradise Seeds website for the next couple of months. And then Paradise will be working with distributors to get them out to European customers through shops. And that was really interesting to see. Chris Lynch and the Compound Genetics crew have really created a stir with the strains that they've been creating out of California and with their partnerships, collaborations with Runts and Cookies. And they've got a lot of hype and it's very justifiable. And we saw that at Spanabis, a lot of interest in the compound stuff. And that's one of the other things about going to an expo like Spanabis. You get a real sense of what consumers are looking for and trends in cannabis consumption. And it was plain to see that Californian genetics are still very popular amongst the people buying cannabis seeds. Enhanced potency, enhanced terpene profiles, that's still very popular. But another little trend and kind of a sub trend that we saw bubbling was also people are starting to have a renewed interest in some classic strains. And we noticed that more people going through our back catalogue and picking out strains that were perhaps popular 10, 15 years ago. And maybe there's a couple of reasons for this. Maybe there are a lot of Californian genetics on the market. Maybe people are looking for something a little bit different. Maybe there's a a nostalgia factor. They're going back to classic cannabis flavors and profiles that they remember, certainly the older consumers. So for all these reasons, it was a great expo. Really good to be there to see everybody, to catch up with what's happening in the industry. And nobody got COVID from our crew, so that was an unexpected bonus. And we look forward to seeing It Smells Like Business out and about at the next expo. Great. So that was Tim from Paradise Seeds, who I just want to thank for taking the time. Next up, we have Axel and Vili from Cinco Oce. With the creation of a new distribution company in Europe, 
Cinco Ocho distribution, we firstly wanted to present ourselves to the European market as well as visitors from around the globe. Cinco Ocho imports unique products and brands from the Netherlands, the United States, Australia and the UK. We introduce them to growers in Spain and the rest of the European market. This with the goal of giving growers the tools to achieve the best possible results for their crops. For our sector, Spanabes is, in my opinion, probably the place to be to connect with different players and growers, both nationally and internationally. Our main goal for this expo was, of course, to have a great time together with our partners, clients and the Spanabes visitors, while at the same time we had the chance to explain a bit more about the exclusive brands that Cinco Ocho has to offer. We are sure that we will attend the next Spanabes again, and we recognize that Spanabis is probably the number one European expo in our sector. So, yeah, we really enjoyed ourselves. The Cinco Ocho distribution team could not have been more pleased with the results and the outcome of Spanabis 2022. The incredible number of people that visited the exhibition allowed us to present ourselves and our products to a large audience. Due to that high number of visitors, we had many fantastic conversations, which are actually already leading up to new relationships. It was also great to see such interest in our products, especially considering how strong the competition is in this market. We had some rainy days during Spanabes, but it didn't hold any of the visitors back. So we did most certainly achieve what we came for. For us, Spanabes was probably the first successful European exhibition since Corona. Even though three days may seem like a long time for an event to Spanabes, we would have much rather added another couple of days. Three days just wasn't enough time. We can only hope that many more such opportunities will present itself in the months to come. Of course, I want to share my appreciation for the effort taken by the organization, the exhibitors, professionals, and visitors who attended Spanabis. They all gave us the opportunity to exchange opinions and knowledge about interesting products. Only together, we can continue to ensure that these types of fairs are fruitful and successful for all of us. So let's keep on doing this, guys. Great. So that was Axel and Vili from Cinco Oche Distribution. Just want to give a shout out to Paul. I think that's Vili's brother for meeting him at Spanibus and making this happen. So thank you, Paul. All right. Next up, we have Simon from Hoy. He is the founder of Hoy and he has been on this podcast before and I got to finally meet him in person at Spanibus. Let's hear what he has to say. So the reason why we went to Spanabis is we were launching during the pandemic. So we actually haven't had any opportunities to go to a conference and generate awareness, especially not in Europe. So we saw it as a unique opportunity for the world to see our brand in person. And it was an amazing experience. So how was Spanabis in 2022? It was absolutely amazing and went well above any of our expectations. There were so many people and so many cool reactions. It was absolutely amazing to see all of the other brands and the people behind the brands. But first and foremost, people that already had the products that came and and showed us the love and showed us their products and how they've been using them. It was a very unique experience that we haven't had the pleasure of experiencing before. So personally for me, I was mind blown and extremely humbled about the entire experience, but also for a lot of our colleagues to be able to see and feel and, and hear the reaction and experiences from our consumers was very, very humbling and absolutely amazing. And we did achieve everything that we hope to achieve and even more. So for anybody out there, brands, either European-based, US-based or international, if you're thinking about going to Spanabis, I would highly recommend it. It's a wild experience. There's so many people way more than we actually anticipated, especially being after the pandemic. 
And the food is amazing, the music is amazing, the people are amazing. I can't speak highly enough about the event. I'll highly recommend you to go. And for the last thing, again, I've mentioned this, but it was an extremely humbling experience and it's definitely something we want to be doing all over the world. So expect to see us at your local event. So that was Simon, the founder and CEO of Hoi. Hoi, by the way, is a company that produces beautiful pipes and grinders using the latest technology and Danish design. So I highly recommend checking that out. All right, next up we have Luke, also a previous guest on the podcast. He was actually on the very last episode, and he is the CEO and founder of Cannavigia, a cannabis compliance software company. So not only did he attend Spanabis, but he also attended the ICBC in Barcelona, which is the International Cannabis Business Conference, where he actually got to talk. So he also talks a little bit about that. Anyway, let's hear what Luke has to say. Apologies for the sound recording. I think he had to record this while on the move, but I'm glad he still made the time to answer these questions. So please do enjoy. Hey, Tom. What a pleasure to be back after such a short time. We did have some great response from your last podcast, and I'm very happy about the outcome of everything. Quick follow-up question you had to Spanabis, how it was, why we went there. It was very interesting. First of all, I mean, it's the largest one in Europe. I would say for anybody that has never been yet to Spanabis, it's a festival-like atmosphere. And the who is who of the European cannabis industry is there. And it's definitely very exciting to see everyone again and reconnect with new faces. Don't forget, we are a new face ourselves. So uh, for us, being anywhere at this moment is, is super exciting. So yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, it was it was very exciting. Weather could have been a bit better. I think it's the only two weeks of rain that Spain had this year. But um, I guess that was needed for the nature and environment. Why did we go to Spanabis? And uh, with that, also the ICBC. Basically, I've had the pleasure to tour with the ICBC crew. Could almost call it like that. We've been to Berlin last year, then Zurich. And that was just a natural next step for us to join them in Barcelona. I was uh, very fortunate to be on a panel there, which, you know, always gives great input and gives great uh, feedback from everyone around was able to reconnect with a lot of people through that part also. For us in general, you know, a fair this size, Spanabis huge, the ICBC more boutique B2B. It was definitely for us very, very interesting and great to go. We're able to make a lot of connections personally. Kind of a gear side, we just translated the software into Spanish. So that was for us a big push or the first push into the Spanish market. Yeah, I mean, what would I say for anyone in the future? You know, you got to put yourself out there. you got to go to all of the fairs that, that you feel make sense. And I would say definitely the whole ICBC and Spanabis with its sheer size are definitely some where one should go and present themselves. Well, next time I hope to see you there in person. I think we just kind of missed each other uh, here and there. But yeah, I uh, wish you a wonderful, wonderful day and can't wait to see you soon. Great. So that was Luke, the CEO and founder of Canavigia, who I just want to thank for giving his two cents on Spanabis and ICBC. Actually, I would just like to thank everyone. So Tim from Paradise Seeds, if you want to find out more about Paradise Seeds, you can check out their website at paradise-seeds.com. That's P-A-R-A-D-I-S-E-Seeds, S-E-E-D-S.com. 
Also, if you want to find out more about Cinco Ocha, you can check out their website at CincoOcha.com. So that's C-I-N-Q-O, the number eight, dot com. And then, of course, if you want to find out more about Hoy and their products, you can check out their website at Hoy.life. That's H-O-J dot life, L-I-F-E. And then, of course, last but not least, Cannavigia. If you want to find out more about their compliance software for the cannabis industry, you can check out their website at Cannavigia.com, which is C-A-N-N-A-V-I-G-I-A dot com. Also, please do remember to check out our website at www.smellslikebusiness.com and please do subscribe to this podcast if you like what you hear. I've been your host, Tom. Have a green day. Business.